Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Since I was a kid, one of my rock and roll heroes has been David Byrne, former frontman for the Talking Heads. He was always clearly neurotic and something of a creative genius. I talk with David Byrne on this edition of the Brett Saunders Podcast. Hi. Hi. Hi, David. It's Brett in Denver. How are you? Oh, hi. Good. You're in Denver. We're having a little bit of weather here. A nor'easter, I heard. Yeah, yeah. They, we've been getting a lot of them, and mostly it's just a lot of slush. <laughs> yes. Why do you think that's happening? Oh, there was some big. Uh, there was some big hurricane, something or other, out in the Atlantic, and I think you get you're getting like parts of the arms or tailwinds of that, or something or other like that. I usually don't think of New York as a hurricane zone, but it seems more and more likely or possible anyway. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a new thing. Yes, mm. this is going to be a new thing. Hurricanes in New York. There's a hurricane coming out of New York to Denver in August, and his name is David Byrne. <laughs> oh, God, okay. Uh, we've, uh, thank you. Yes, sure. we've done a few shows already. We've got about five shows under our belt, and it's going really well. And the new um, album is American Utopia. It seems, David, on the surface... It's an upbeat, optimistic collection of songs. Is this deliberate? Yeah, it delivered that it sounds that way, but a lot of the words are kind of a little more dystopian right. or kind of dark. But uh, the feeling, I think, is, is fairly upbeat. I, I get that energy from the music, but again, there's this push-pull thing going on. I was wondering, was there a, a master plan behind this? <laughs> eh? No, there's no master plan. <laughs> um, uh, no, there's no master plan. In fact, I had it, it, the record just sort of fell into my lap. I had collaborators that I was working with and had some words, and pretty soon it turned into a collection of songs. I had wasn't kind of sitting there thinking, I need to make a record. And then a record came out, yeah. I understand that Brian Eno actually had a hand in this a long time Yeah, yeah, he was the one who kind of kicked it off. With, uh, he gave me a bunch of drum tracks that he'd created. That's kind of exciting to be friends with Brian Eno and have him... I mean, you. I think about you know the production with the Talking Heads forty years ago in my life with the Bush of Ghosts, which in the Bush of Ghosts, which is a masterpiece, by the way. Thank you. That's an album. It took people time. It took people time to catch up with that album, how brilliant that album is. <laughs> Would you agree with that? Uh, well, uh, well there's some pe- yeah, there are people who like it very much. Uh, and, yeah, which is nice for me to hear. Cause it wasn't like a huge seller back in the day. But it's nice to hear that kind of, a lot of people were inspired by it. Yeah. Reasons to be cheerful is this multimedia project. I understand that this American Utopia album is an arm of that project. In a certain way. It's not yeah. directly connected in a really obvious way. But uh, the reason to be cheerful project is some talks I've doing, some blog posts and uh, social media stuff, all this kind of thing that about uh, things that I find going on 
either in this country or other countries that are encouraging to me. Often they're local. Uh, there's something that, that uh, an initiative that somebody started that then it catches fire and it gets picked up by other places and other countries, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm kind of, you know, to keep myself sane, I'm keeping a, some little folders of all these encouraging signs. Yes, David Byrne's prognosis for the United States at this juncture, what would it be? Um, we're going through a, a, a trying time. I would say that our current president is, is a symptom of the kind of the divisions that are separating a lot of people in the country, the anger and the pain and, and, and concerns that are occupying a lot of people's minds. And as has happened, in, I'm, old, I'm old enough to remember the Vietnam War when there was another time when the country was completely divided in two. In a different way, in a different way, it wasn't about the exact same things, but it was still very divisive. Uh, families, parents and children were not talking to each other. We haven't gotten quite to that, but we're getting there. <laughs> it seems like there's an immediacy to the rage, though. In other words, you can say something on social media and, you know, we didn't used to have. Here's a good question for you, a guy, a master of technology, a guy who knows a lot about a lot of things. Social media, good or bad, David Byrne? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, I, don't, I don't touch it myself, mm -hmm. but folks in my office uh, post things on my behalf and because I understand that that's where a lot of people find out about what's going on. Right. Um, and in that sense, it's probably good. It has some useful functions, but the, but it also, it really skews people, can, makes, kind of causes people to kind of live in these bubbles of where they only hear the stuff that's recommended to them. They only know about stuff that is uh, similar to things they already believe. Uh, and it pushes people to extreme positions. It has that, that that's part of what it does. And I think that's very dangerous. I think it's something to be very careful about. You have been one of my guides in life in terms of discovering more about the world. I didn't know anything about Catano Veloso before you recommended him to me. And there's this uh, William uh, Onyabur. Is that how you pronounce it? Onyabur. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy, I, I, bought th I ended up buying three copies of the box set. Uh, for gifts, because... Oh, for gifts. Yeah. So, uh, you, you're wearing them out? <laughs> because the music speaks so much to me, and I'm so grateful to you, not just for the music that you create, but also for the music that you share with the world. It seems like you are a... Uh, we talk about being in bubbles. You seem to be a, a pathway to to burst those bubbles, if you will. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, it's sometimes not not easy. Uh, we all fall into that stuff yeah. of just wanting to hear the stuff that makes us happy. But yeah, there's lots of great stuff out there. Hey, people who collect data, have, maybe Warner Brothers shared this data with you. People who collect data have discovered that you are extremely popular in the Denver area. In fact... Uh, when they collected this data, I'm not making this up. I know it sounds like a humorous uh, scenario, but you were Denver was your number one market in terms of interest as of January the 15th or something like that. I, I was wondering if you'd seen that data. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been following that. 
my hope is that the the marketing people and the people who book the tours and all this kind of stuff that they're aware of that kind of stuff. I think they might might be. I think we're kind of shockingly to me. I think they're they're talking about adding a second date at Red Rocks, which I thought what. <laughs> my says what? That's right. Another date? What? Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one sold out in record time. It was. It really did sell out in just a couple of minutes, and that's what ninety five hundred seats, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought, really, really, what's going on out there? Do you have memories of playing Red Rocks, David? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, I remember once. Um, there, there's kind of an underground passageway, right, from the stage out to like the mixing desk, mm-hmm. and I remember I did something like that. Uh, where I like went through the audience or whatever, and there was, there was, I swear I came upon a couple who were making love on the ground huh. in the middle of the audience, just going right at it. And I thought, okay, the spotlight has found you. <laughs> <laughs> you came a long way from the Rhode Island School of Design to people uh, oh, yes. being intimate. Yes, yes. At Red Rocks. Hey, I wanted to ask you, you are a kind of a, a renaissance guy. Is there a thing that you wish you were better at doing? Because you do so many things. I think about your cycling and your writing and your art. What, what's the thing that you strive to be better at doing, David Byrne? I'm not very good. I don't know if I'll ever get better at it. I wish I could play a keyboard, like a piano or mm-hmm. keyboard, sort of half halfway decent. I can't really play. I play with like two fingers. Right. And... um I wish I could do that. It'd be really, it'd be really useful for arranging and songwriting and all that kind of stuff. But what do you think the barrier is? I think it's a steep, it's a steep curve. It's like learning a language at a kind of when you're not a kid anymore. It's, 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 it's a lot. It's harder when you get older. But if I had time, <laughs> if I had, I took a break and do it. I, that's how I would probably do it. Hey, you really seem to be enjoying your life right now, and uh, like we alluded to at the beginning of this conversation, there, there's a little bit of darkness. What's your secret? How, how do you stay so upbeat? How do I stay so upbeat? Um, wow. Um, that's a really good question. Thanks, David. Uh, it's a really good question because it, 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 I see uh, I see things that are make me angry or scared or frustrated just as much as anybody else did but I, I i've somehow come through with this kind of sort of cheerful demeanor that kind of gets me through it not all the time mm-hmm. um, but sometimes I, I just can't imagine you staggering through the streets of brooklyn with the you know a bottle with three x's on the side <laughs> uh, throwing obscenities at people. You just seem like you're a much more collected guy than that. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, I think I might fall. There might be some middle ground of <laughs> between <Sure>. totally <laughs> cheerful and staggering around the street. Hey, David Byrne, I know that we have to go, and I'm, I'm sorry for that, but we do look forward to seeing you at Red Rocks August 27th and 28th, and I want to thank you for your music. I mean, not only... Was your music important to me growing up, but also your worldview was, and the things that you shared with us, I think has has broadened my mind, and I would hope would have made me a better person. I don't know if that's true, but I'd like to thank it, and I'd, I'd like to thank you for that too. Well, you're much better than when I met you before. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, David. We'll see you at Red Rocks. Okay, bye. 
You've been listening to the Brett Saunders Podcast. Listen to past episodes with Mumford & Sons, Keith Richards, Wes from the Lumineers, John Prine, and more. On demand at kbco.com. Also available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.